Hello everyone, this is Mirko Guerrini and I welcome you to the Jazz Transcription Clinic, a monthly interviews podcast where we talk with accomplished jazz doctors about their lives, career and their personal secrets on the art of transcribing. If you want to improve at jazz, stay tuned and follow the Jazz Transcription Clinic on the socials for more content. I acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which this podcast is being recorded. I pay my respects to their elders, past and present, and the Aboriginal elders of other communities who may be here today. Welcome to another episode of the Jazz Transcription Clinic Live. Uh, today I will work on a beautiful track uh, by Lester Young on the song T42. I have already started transcribing the melody and maybe we can focus on uh, the melody and, and then of course the solo. But uh, first of all I would like to point out uh, that as jazz players, we also need to learn how to play a melody of a standard, of a song, in a, in a good way. Now, what we know about Lester Young is that he was uh, one of the most elegant uh, saxophone player of the past. And his way to deliver the melody is always, is always very melodic, very much like if he's singing uh, that melody. So let's dive in into this wonderful song. This is a recording coming from uh, a collection. This is the recording called The Complete Aladdin Sessions uh, by Lester Young with various formation. And in this one, in this track, T42, uh, it's a recording that dates back in 1950. Uh, 1942 and there is uh, Nat King Cole playing piano so another very elegant player and Red Calendar playing drums they recorded that day five tracks and this is one of uh, those tracks now the form of this tune is A B A C or uh, it, it's a strange form, it's like I, 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 B, we could call it, but the second A, the second block of eight bars here, it's a repetition of the first eight, but a major third up. So the first eight bars are in B flat major, and then we move into D major. Like the, the first eight bars. And then we go into D major. And we go back to the initial idea. And then there is the ending, the last eight bars, which we can call C, if you like. So maybe we can call the second section B, even though it's the same idea. So anyway, it's not that important. Um, but... It's good to have an awareness of what the form is. Uh, so I have already <clears throat> uh, started transcribing the first uh, eight bars of, of the tune and where Lester Young basically plays the melody with a little, little, little embellishments here and there. And we can keep going with the transcription uh, from here. So, for those who 
have missed my previous uh, episodes and I have been asked uh, what sort of software I'm using. This is a web platform called SoundSlice and there is a big, big implement that came out last week. I will talk a bit more about that news at the end of the video. Uh, it's called SoundSlice. You can reach it at soundslice.com and you can use it for free or you can small you can pay a small fee, monthly fee, to unlock uh, several more features. Uh, and it's very convenient because you can import any video into it and you have the waveform at the top. You can divide in bars and you can write the music inside the platform and you can see the music placed here at the top. So it's quite, quite convenient for us uh, transcribers. Let's go, let's go with the B section. So this is Quavis. That's a dotted crotchet. Right? Now, let me talk this time a little bit about how we can improve our uh, transcribing methodology. So, basically, first of all, I try to get the rhythm down of the bar. And here on in a sound slice, you can loop the bar that you are going to transcribe. And you can basically loop it. Wait, let's loop it. And you can also slow it down if it's too too quick. So uh, maybe 80%. So, right? Now, this is quite simple, and the rhythm will be six quavers, one quaver rest, and a last quaver. Right? And the notes. What is that sound? That's something that we study a lot, isn't it? Uh, it's an arpeggio and it's a minor seven arpeggio. So it starts from the seventh, note D. That's a descending minor seven interval. Descending uh, by a semitone on the C sharp. So all those things, after a while that you transcribe, all those things like a sound of a scale, the sound of an arpeggio, the sound of a pattern, the sound of a harmonic progression, they become familiar and you develop a muscle memory in your brain for those things. So whenever I hear my brain immediately goes to oh, minor seven arpeggio and then I just need to know which note, but it, you know, I know that it will be it will be a minor seven arpeggio, so I have to identify the first note and then I will be done. Right? So let's go into writing this. Uh, I need quavis and I have to do and then the octave lower. And then we said there is a rest. And I think the last note was an A, isn't it? Right, we got it. And let's get next bar. Thank you. 
This to me is crotchet, quaver, quaver, tied into another crotchet. Da, da, da. Da, da, da. Off. So, how I prepare a crotchet. I'm changing. Crotchet. C sharp. T, A, B. And crotchet slurred rest. Oh, I love it. So, rhythm is pretty easy. Eight quavers. <coughs> Wow, I love it. So we prepare the quavers and it's da do do da again. What sound is that? Major trial, right? Starting from the third. If you think everything in C it would be E C E G, but in this case it's it's actually concert C, but it will be F sharp starting note for us. Right, and then this sounds to me like a diminished triad or arpeggio. Oh, it's just a normal child. Yeah, and it's pretty reasonable from a harmonic point of view. I will explain that. So, said F sharp, and then we have a flat. This is natural because it's diminished and A. So remember I said the B section is in D major for us. So here Lester Young is thinking, of course, uh, like D major or possibly even the third. But anyway, this sounds like D major, so let's stick to D major. And this is the flat three diminished to land most likely on the second. So that's a very common uh, chord progression, right? When you do like. Instead of one, six, two, five, or three, six, two, five, you can substitute the sixth with a diminished flat three. Mm? And this is what Lester Young does. And then I, I don't know what's next, but it could be right? something resolving on a 2-5. So let's go and wonder. <clears throat> Again, is equal to this one. Again, it's the same sound, same arpeggio. And same rhythm as here. One and two and three and one and two and three and four, right? Four and one and two and three and four and Right, so we know that it will be quavers and it starts on B this time. D, rest C sharp. <laughs> 
it's basically tied. Uh, it's basically a quavy tide. Now, what's the main thing that you need to know when you want to become faster in transcribing? Definitely intervals. You need to know the sound of all the intervals inside an octave. There will be some intervals that you need to know just the theory of, uh, like some weird things like a diminished third, which is something that exists, right? If you think C to E double flat, that's a diminished third, but the sound of it, it will always be a major second, right? Right? So, those things you need to know in theory, but once you know the sound of a major second, you know the sound that you want to know. Right? In this case, listen to this last note. So, again, you can develop a skill, a sort of muscle memory in your ear to recognize what the, the distance is. Uh, one of the best ways to do that is to associate a song, to link a song that you know uh, that starts with an interval. So in this case, it will be a major sixth. Naughty. And my song, the song that I have associated with the major sixth is the... <coughs> Uh, Libiamo de Cheese from uh, Verdi Opera. Right? If you don't want to have anything to do with opera, you can think of the song uh, Days of Wine and Roses. But any song that starts with, right? I'm Italian, so I'm, my heart goes to Giuseppe Verdi. But any song that you know and that you can remember that starts with the interval, you can memorize and link to a major sixth. So this is the interval that I hear here. <laughs> or right therefore I know that a major sixth from the A is F sharp right right and this is easy because it will be a dotted minimum uh, and then a quaver rest. Right. And I guess now we go. Wow, there is a big So that's a minimum. And it's F natural, there is a long scoop, which we need to uh, mark, and then it's tied into an F. Da -da. Again, what interval is this? Do you have a song? Da -da. I do. It's the morning from the uh, Greek Pier Gint, right? So that's a minus third descending. And then there is a rest. Major second. Alright, but I need I definitely need to mark a big scoop on this note. 
because this is what what Lester Young does. Okay. So it's a minor third. And the first note is it will be B flat. Major second ascending. Is it long? The whole bar. So I can tie it up. Right. Let's keep going. Can you can you visualize? Can you hear the pattern? It's the same minor third do di, do and then di, do. This will be a major third. But it's in the scale. Remember, we are in B flat major, so B flat G A F. There is a there is a rest uh, before so body and this is and this is tied. And there is a grace note here, uh, di, do, di, do, which is G sharp, and songs that starts with a minor sen uh, minor second descending it's a semitone so from uh, for Elise Beethoven or you want to stick to jazz like Petite Fleur a French song That's right. In our case, the first note is F. Again, apart from the initial interval, which is the descending semitone, that is another arpeggio, but this time it's not a minor seven. Minor seven would be bo bo and this is bo 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 so what sound is that? Is the half diminished, right? And it's this is a 
crotchet rest and then there is a quaver rest and then F and then E half diminished which has the flat 5 uh, flat 5 Sorry, one, two, and three, and four, and so crotchet at the start. And all quavers. rest and quaver rest and the last note is that's a minor third right so A to C what song do I have for a minor third I'm going to reveal I have a Mahler symphony uh, the, the the beginning of the uh, funeral march with the trumpet going right it's it's a very intense minor third which doesn't leave any hope to anybody so that's a minor third and we to me that's a minor third so I will put the note in C and I'm pretty sure I am accurate now that's fantastic what sound is that there is actually a jazz standard that starts with these four notes, which is Blue Monk, right? But easier to think that it's a chromatic scale. Right? It's a chromatic scale. But as I said, there is Blue Monk. Right? That starts with those four notes. So we know that the first note is E because we heard from the note before. And that's a major third. What song do I have? When the sands go marching in. Right? And in this case, E will be our first note. T, E, F, Ah, but it's a syncopation, so this is like this. T, Do, T, T, Do. What interval is that? Descending perfect fourth. Do. How do I know that? Um, I have a Schubert symphony for that, which is the eighth symphony, uh, unfinished. And do 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 do. There is that beautiful melody. As you see, you know, I started with classical music, so there is a lot of classical music in my imprinting. But you can pick any song. Hmm? Um, I don't know. 
do, do, I don't know, that must be a jazz song starting with that interval. But to me, that is Schubert. And I think it's a syncopation and then goes up chromatically, am I right? Here, let me tell you, I would prefer to write this note as an E-flat. And the reason for that is that uh, uh, we are going into G dominant chord to go to C minor. So we are at the end of the melody. So there would be the perfect cadence, extended perfect cadence. So here we are on a D half diminished chord. 3, going into the 6th, G7 flat 9, going into the 2, C minor 7, 5, F dominant and B flat major. Mm -hmm. So I prefer to call this note E flat because it's referred to the 2 coming and overall we are in B flat major so it's important to... <laughs> Ba ba bo da da do F G D right? Do you hear that? F G D do, 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 with a rest in between. Maybe a minim. I'm not sure. Let's put a minim. And now the melody, if you remember, the melody goes... Right, so there will be some sort of melody built by Lester Young around those notes. What are those descending uh, triads, right? And we know that the chord would be C minor there, and right. What I hear is C minor and B diminished triad, which is the dominant of C minor. Hmm? And it's D, the one, two, and three, four, and so one, and then clavis E flat, this, and then crotchet F, and then clavis B natural, right? Do, 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 de, do, do. And guess what note will be here? I bet $100 on E flat. Oh, I was lucky. Dida, Dida, one to end. Descending perfect fifth. So we said. Uh, this is an E flat dotted going down to a D, which is a quaver. And this is a crotchet rest, quaver rest, and G. And as I said, you know, the melody goes. Da 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 da. G G F F E flat E flat D. And Lester Young simply, very simply, but very elegantly plays. Right. So I will discuss a little bit more at the end of the melody. That's like a warming up exercise for singers. Uh, 
right. That's Diabolo Simosike, do, do, triton, three whole tones, or Simpson, the Simpson, right? Um, or if you prefer, Maria, right? I never stop saying Maria. Uh, so that's a triton. From the first note to the to the la, to the landing note of this. So it would be C because the landing is do ba da ba da ba da ba So he goes down the scale and lands on F sharp from C. And this is tied, and this is semiquavers, which are pretty much hidden. And this will be a quaver of. What interval is that? Major six, maybe minus six, right? Yeah, what interval I have for the minus sixth? There is a song called I'm a fool to want you, which actually has starts with a semitone, but then the, the next interval is a minor sixth. Right? So which is a very sad, very desperate interval. Completely opposite of the cheers, the Giuseppe Verde cheers. I'm a fool to want you. So that will be, I think, the dotted crotchet and D. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's three crotchet going on here might be this if you on the tenor saxophone play the bass key and then put down the whole right hand plus the D sharp as he uses an alternate fingering that makes the B flat a little bit sharp or maybe it just alternates the normal uh, like the A sharp there is a video on YouTube that I made called to bis or not to bis on how and when to use the bis key maybe he just alternates A sharp with the bis key hmm? like something like that and the rhythm is yeah, do da do da do da. So two. Uh, I made two crotchets. Two B flat. Two and then quavers. Now we need to mark this somehow, 
and maybe I will put uh, like a cross on top where it is or maybe even this and, and then you can write a sort of legenda you know that the fingering corresponds to an alternate fingering or like something like this again Mahler the continuation of that funeral march is right so that's a minor triad arpeggio one three five eight uh, so it starts with the same notes where we were and then goes down a minor third so it will start on G minor third and this is a triplet one, two, three, one, right? Da, 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 da. Uh, most likely would we'll and goes down to the D again. C minor scale ascending, right? All those things are the things that we practice every day. So just make a connection in your brain on what that thing that you practice sounds like, and then you will be able to recognize, oh, that's a minor scale, right? The first five notes of a minor scale. And that is when you speak transcribe and I said the first note is a crotchet this is tied and then D that's because he uses the lateral D not the conventional D it's not it's more this honky D we are at the end again a minor seventh Super ghost, so we put it in brackets. Alright, this is already the solo, so let's stop here and uh, so. Uh,
So this is the beginning of the solo. Let me point out. Uh, okay, solo starts here. Put a text mark and we write here, solo. Right? So I will stop here because we have the whole melody. And as I said, we can call uh, this will be um, the end of what I call B. Um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Not this one, but this one. Uh, okay. So, this will be another A, as we said, and we can call it A. And then, we call C and this a double bar line okay so we have the form now down let's try to play from top see how I go there's no articulation yet at the moment and we are also playing at 80% so we can try maybe And, and it's, as I said, you know, Lester Young is one of the more elegant with this gentle, fluty sound, airy sound, which is beautiful. And uh, like his understanding, you know, of the melody properties is unbelievable because you can hear that there is the melody always, even when he, he plays like an articulated light line like this, right? Here the melody goes there, which would be probably a bit boring to play. Of course, boring if you don't have lyrics. If you have lyrics, it's a whole different story, but 
as saxophone players we don't have lyrics so maybe it's a good idea to embellish to flourish a little bit mm, the melody and also in the C section when the melody goes D right you can see even but instead of playing right he plays Super nice. I like it. Hmm? So I suggest you know you transcribe if you want to learn a little bit better how to play a standard melody, how to make it sound really really good. Just transcribe those legendary figures like Lester Young, Ben Webster, Coleman Hawkins, uh, if you're a saxophone player, of course, um, or Benny Carter, or Charlie Parker, Cannibal. Adderley. So all those guys that were, were really, really good in taking a melody and changing and personalize a little bit without going too far away from the original melody, but make it sound really, really jazzy and swinging. Another thing that I uh, want to mention is that how much I love this note here. Here the chord is... Uh, let me write the chord is D half diminished. I don't know if oh, no. so I have to write D minus seven flat five and here there will be G7 uh, flat nine and here will be C minor seven right so Guys, if you need a demonstration or you are not too familiar with the fact that on a half diminished chord, which is usually the two chord in a minor key, the ninth has to be major. Hmm? The ninth has to be major, which is weird because we are heading towards C minor and you hit the E natural. But though that note there is gorgeous. <laughs> And you can go into the flat 13 on the next chord, or, or the 7th. Or, as I said... Right? So those are all ideas that you can, like, steal from those uh, legends. So you see the E, and then E flat, which is the flat 13 of the dominant possibly resolving on the ninth of a C minor. Hmm? So you can even, I don't know, maybe loop those bars, right? Like making a loop and start with playing practice several ideas based on what you discover what you dig out from a transcription now I want to leave you with uh, this new function that I just announced at the beginning of the video uh, on sounds lives is called speed training and pff, it's a super super gold 
function. So here on the speed, if you click, of course you can change the speed, but there is now a new button called speed training where you can set an initial speed. Let's say, I don't know, we start at 70% and of course we want to finish at 100%, uh, increase speed by 10% or you can decide how much you want to increase the speed and how much plays before the speed will be increased. So let's try to do it like three times and then, so we start at 70%, after three repetitions, it will go to 80% because it goes up by tens. And then after three repetition, up to uh, 90 and then up to 100. Let's take like a line uh, that, I don't know, I missed before, maybe this one. Uh, we'll loop this line here. Uh, Okay, and we go, as I said, by, uh, yeah, okay. So now you can see that there is a little arrow going up. So we are set to practice. a super uh, gold you know function that keeps you practice and you can also add your practicing to a practice list you can bookmark this one right and when you practice it's just you can save like your loops you you can do a lot of stuff to help you with practicing your own transcriptions or other transcriptions if you put them into um, sound slice, right? Uh, as usual, I will share this content also on my website and maybe once I'm done a PDF of the transcription. If you have any question, please, uh, you can send me an email or just write a comment. Uh, please subscribe to my YouTube video channel and uh, subscribe to my podcast as a listener and if you have any other doubt of question reach me out website facebook youtube uh, um, all out there uh, thanks for watching thanks for listening and see you and hear you next time Bye.